Welcome everyone to Horror Cafe Podcast, Double Shot of Horror. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And if you don't remember, Double Shot of Horror is a quick episode that we're doing in between on the latest, the greatest of whatever in horror we're watching. And reviewing. Or reading, maybe. Who mm-hmm. knows? Horror related. Exactly. We haven't done one since The Boogeyman. And we're back with another current movie. I think this is another way to do current movies Mm -hmm. as well when they're coming out in theater. Yes. And yesterday we went to see Insidious, The Red Door. Were you excited about this movie? Um, No. I I don't want to say that I wasn't excited. I'm always excited to go see a horror movie Mm -hmm. or any movie really in the actual theater. My expectation was not high for it. In fact, I really didn't think it was going to be any good at all. Like, really bad. I mm. thought it was going to be bad. Got it. Okay. Like, That's Boogeyman, fair. bad. Okay. But not Dead Silence, bad. Okay. Somewhere there in the middle? Uh-huh. All right. Yes. I was uh- excited to see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have super high hopes for it, but I had some expectations of it. And right. spoiler alert, it did meet my expectations. This review will be with spoilers. This is not a spoiler-free review. So if you haven't watched it yet, don't listen to the episode. But, or, or if you don't mind being spoiled, go for it. Or go watch the movie and then come listen. Of course. The so two then. You have three options. There you go. Available to you at the Horror Cafe, like any cafe. Mm-hmm. You can customize your order. You can customize what you want to do. You like that, huh? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. And you know what the day of the word of the day is? Hmm? Hmm? Insidious. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> wow, what a way to cut me down. All right, no worries. Let's go on. Okay. I will read the plot. You do that. In Insidious the Red Door, the horror franchise's original cast returns for the final chapter of the Lambert family's terrifying saga. To put their demons to rest once and for all, Josh and a college-aged Dalton must go deeper into the further than ever before, facing their family's darkest past and a host of new and more horrifying terrors that lurk behind the red door. So our neighbors have decided on this early Sunday morning to just blast out music to the entire neighborhood. So if you hear that in the background, that is what it is. Sorry. All right. Let's get back to the show. Yes. Rotten Tomatoes score. Critics gave it 37 Mm. and the audience gave it a 71. Sounds about what the usual horror situation is. Yeah. This is a... It has a run hour. Wow. It has a run time of an hour and 47 minutes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And this is directed by Patrick Wilson. Yes. Which is pretty cool, I think, especially because he's in it. So it'd be interesting if he would ever direct a Conjuring Mm -hmm. movie. That would be kind of cool. Well, it was his debut as a director. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure. So thank you for confirming. Of course. That it is his debut. Mm-hmm. And the producers of this movie are our mm-hmm. usual friends in horror. The usual cast. Yes. Uh, we have Jason Blum, Oren Pelly from mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity, James Wan, and Lee Winnell. There you go. So familiar names. So I found a little fun fact. Cool. You know that really hard rock uh, music that was playing when the credits were going through. Yes. So apparently, he was singing. Patrick Wilson. Yes. I had a feeling it was him for how some did reason. You, how? I don't know. It 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 sounded like his voice, and it felt very Clint Eastwoody because Clint Eastwood did that with Gran Torino. He directed, starred in it, and then he did the last song. He did. Oh, movie. I never saw. I don't know you that. Never I, saw Gran Torino. I don't think I did. Oh my God, you're missing out. Uh, yeah. Well, I personally really like that movie. <laughs> no, wait. I do remember because I remember the cover of the DVD. So yes, I did see that one. Yeah, I just don't remember the... the end credit or wherever yeah. he sings. Yeah. Cool. So it confirmed that. I had a feeling it, it kind of sounded like him. I don't know how you would know that or, or recognize it. I don't know. It sounded like his voice. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Okay. So uh, another quick thing for those of you who like to stay in case there's something after the credit, mm-hmm. credits, there is. It's like, what, all of five seconds? Yeah. Is it worth it? I don't know. If you just want to chill out until it comes along, sure. I don't think you're missing anything. Not, I mean, it hints at, at more, more to come. So there you go. It's ruined for you. Okay, now we're going to dive in spoiler territory. I was happy to see that they used the same kid, which you didn't realize. No, I didn't. I mean, when I saw like they did the flashback mm-hmm. to Patrick Wilson was the kid when he was little. In my head, I'm like, well, they picked the kid who looks pretty good. And then you whispered to me. It's the same kid. It's yes. Like, oh. Nine years later. And it is nine years later now, yeah. so he's 19 years old. 18. 18? Okay. Yeah. All right, because I read something where he's 19, but it doesn't oh, matter. Well, okay. Anyway, and he's going off to college. But, I mean, it, it starts literally with the funeral for um, Josh's mom. Yes. And I have to say, I haven't watched Insidious Part 2 in years, mm-hmm. probably only once. And I've never seen part three or four. And I didn't feel lost watching the movie because it it adds parts of part two mm-hmm. that connects the dots for you. I believe and hope that it was on purpose for if anyone hasn't seen it in years. I don't remember me, anything about part two. I'm pretty sure we did watch it together, but it's been such a long yeah. time. Yeah. But it pieced it so that you don't feel like you missed any gap That's in the true. movie. Yeah. Because this feels like a direct sequel to part two. I felt like it was a direct sequel from part one. I could have just skipped all those others and gone to this and it would have been fine for yeah. me. And I liked... I. I mean, I'm going to say I really enjoyed this movie. I had fun with it. Um, I don't know if I would rate it in the 70s, but it's definitely not something that's low. I had a lot of good jump scares in this movie Mm -hmm. compared to what was going on in The Boogeyman. Like, this is what I was wanting from The Boogeyman. I got it in this movie. And I didn't realize that this movie's PG-13. I actually thought it was R. But it's PG-13. It felt a little uh, bit more uh, risque on pushing it. At mm -hmm. least I thought so. Yeah. I liked the Dalton's side of the story. Mm -hmm. I felt very connected and involved with him, watching Mm -hmm. him at at college and starting to figure out what's going on. Because from what we get, the little snippet we do get from chapter two or part two of Insidious... Mm -hmm. Is that Josh tried to kill his family. Because remember at the end of part one, he got taken over by the yeah. ghost lady. Mm-hmm. And he kills Elise. And it looks like it stays with him. And he tries to kill his family. And right. at the end, they hypnotize Josh and Dalton together. To, to forget. basically forget that whole year. Right. And since then, Josh has had fog. Mm-hmm. Memory fog. Which has... Let well the incident of him trying to kill the family and then that brain fog, yeah, has led to a divorce. Yes, we do learn that they are a divorced family now. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I my take on the movie was I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it was way better than what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't want them to be. I didn't didn't want anything spoiling anything in this movie um what i did like is that there were a lot of good jump scares Mm -hmm. which are always fun to watch you (laughs) not for you but for me okay (laughs) you're welcome thank you very much Mm -hmm. and i did like that it provided a satisfying wrap-up of the lambert family journey i thought so in a way yeah that's my take on on if i liked it you know why i think we also liked it the art at least I like the addition of the art stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that lent to it. Yeah. Dalton is now, I mean, he was always drawing as a kid. Mm-hmm. It looks like he continued drawing. Well, now he's a serious artist. So yes. Because that, that is apparently his um, field of study. Right. As he's going into college. And apparently he's got a class with some kind of renowned Mm-hmm. teacher that's costing them an arm and a leg yes yes we also find out that the relationship between dalton and um what's his name josh is very strained 
Yes. Extremely strained. Mm-hmm. Which is sad because they went through something traumatic together. Right. Yet they're completely torn apart. Mm-hmm. They say some nasty things to each other. Yeah. When they get to the college because it looks like Josh isn't even involved in their lives very much. Right. From what we gather. And he kind of forces himself, it seems like. We don't really know. He forces himself to take Dalton to college instead of the mom. Right. And then Dalton feels probably obligated to say yes because it's dad, blah, blah, blah. And they have a nice little fight (laughs) in the dorm. Some pretty not kind things that you said to each other, both of them. It was, and, and, you know, Josh leaves in a puff and Dalton's all pissed off. I really liked that scene, though. I felt it was pretty genuine, and I liked that they showed Josh leaving the hurt dad. He's Mm -hmm. fighting tears as he's running back to the car. Yeah. Because he's so hurt by what his son said to him, Mm -hmm. which is, oh, now I understand why mom divorced you. That's so terrible to say. (laughs) Yeah. That, that, That had to hurt. Yeah. As a parent. Yeah. Ouch. You could almost feel the smoke <laughs> coming out yeah, from, the, I felt. from the sting of that one. Yeah. I felt for him. It was it was sad. I I also agree with you that I didn't sorry, commenting back on when you were talking about liking the movie. I also only I only watched one trailer. Mm-hmm. And as it is, that was too much because it luckily it only revealed one jump scare and I didn't really remember anything else because I was genuinely surprised the whole movie with the jump scares. Right, I right. didn't um, have that, okay, I know what's coming. I was always like, oh my God, I had a, the sweater up. <laughs> yes, you did. You did. You had the trusty sweater up. Mm-hmm. And in case you watched the, or listened, sorry, to The Boogeyman, <laughs> We did open the Twizzler pack before the movie started this time. We did. We did. We were prepared. Yes. Last time, (laughs) it was a struggle to open it and not make tons of noise. So if you remembered that from the previous episode, we did do that right this time. We learned. We We learned. learned. The whole movie focuses on Patrick and Dalton. It's there. You see it from them separately. Pretty much the whole movie, actually. They're only together at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And That's in true. the further, but they're not, they're never together again. That is true. Not. Huh. Interesting. Right? Not even at the very, very. Oh, no, yeah, because it was all. dropped off. Yeah. Oh, wow. But we, they never reunite in the movie again. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And we also had a little drop in visit from, uh, what was her name? Uh, Elise. Yes. In this one as well. We do get to see her again. We get to see Specs. Again, yes, that's right. And the other guy that's with them in the I, paranormal I forgot his event. Name. Me too. Specs is because it's Lee Winnell. Right. So, you know, I like the integration of technology in the movie because unfortunately life has turned into a big text message. That's how we all communicate. And you see Patrick Wilson's character. I don't know why I said that. We've been calling him Josh already. You know, texting his son and the hesitation of asking whether to take him to college or not. And we do that, right? Mm-hmm. If we're sending a text asking a what we think is a weird question. Or a very important question. Right. You hesitate and you are sitting on the other side waiting for an answer. And when you see the dots. And then they stop. And then they disappear. We've all been there. So do you think that he actually started to reply no? Maybe. Because then he stopped because you see the three little dots. Yeah. And then he stops. And you see Josh looking at it like, Oh, shit. Right. Because he knows he stopped. Yes. So that means he may have typed no mm-hmm. or whatever, a negative, like, no, I don't want you to take me. Yeah. And then decided to take that back. So he's backspacing and deleting. Yeah. And now retyping. And I think he answered very, like, I guess. I guess. He says, yeah. I guess. That was the answer. Poor kid. Poor Josh. And Josh is like, yes. Because he took that as a yes, because it's not a no. Right. You know? Yes. And they when they drive to the college, it's so awkward. It is. I mean, he's trying to like jam to some music and engage the kid, but 
The kid is not, you know, he has his AirPods on. He's starting to draw. He's not paying attention. He texts with his mom and he did the same thing. Mm -hmm. He was going to put that because the mom asked, how is it going? And he put terrible, but Mm -hmm. he deleted it and just put fine. Yeah. It's just, I love integration of technology in that case. Later, uh, the room, his roommate, Dalton's roommate ends up being a girl. Right. And we were like, oh, this is co-ed. I guess. We've never seen that, but it was some kind of mistake. Mixed, yeah, mistake. But she's great. I really liked her character. She was good. I liked her. Because she added the comedic relief mm-hmm. for the movie in high tension. I think he needed that. Dalton needed that. Uh, Dalton needed to get a little bit of a life. Yes. He was very downtrodden, mm-hmm. not a happy kid. No. Like, it It was etched all over his face. Yeah. It was. And he was dressed very 90s. Did you notice? Yes, he was. What was up with that? I don't know. Was it supposed to be the 90s? No, because they have AirPods and iPhones. That's true. And That's iPhones, true. Yeah, but you're I didn't right. notice that. I'm like, why are you dressed like a grunge 90s kid? I did know. Even the hair was yeah. kind of grungy esque. He, I don't know. He reminded me of like Pearl Jam. Yes. <laughs> He even had the, I think he had the plaid shirt wrapped around his waist. Like, he had a total 90s vibe, which, I mean, I'm fine with. And then I just thought, like, everything comes around. Yeah, right. All Fashion comes back. Everything comes back in some I don't know form. what young whippersnappers are using today. Either. That also <laughs> made me realize, like, what are kids wearing today? I, I wonder, since we're not in that age group, we don't know. Maybe that's come back. Right. And no. you no longer live at home and are a teenager. Exactly. Which is how I would stay, quote unquote, hip. Hip. <laughs> <laughs> I like the integration of YouTube. That's yes. how they were, because that's how they do their research, mm-hmm. which is very true of nowadays. Everybody goes on Google to research everything or YouTube. Well, you know. I know you're addicted to YouTube. Oh, I am so. Let's talk about this. Okay, go for it. We're, we're, we're having an intervention. No, we're not, because I'm not stopping, but go ahead. You text me. Uh-huh. Or tell me verbally, oh, I watched this YouTube video today. Yes. And anytime I come to the house, what's on TV? It's a YouTube video. Right. On pause. Right. About something. (laughs) Yes. You have a YouTube addiction. I do. But it's it's legit with you. I'm going to tell you what. I mean, I approve. Okay. It's just funny. I'm going to tell you what this actually is because I realized this the other day. I used to read a lot Mm -hmm. and I would read a lot of magazines and I would read a lot of news type things Mm -hmm. about everything, anything and everything. So I was basically a walking wealth of useless information. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed is as I've gotten older, it's really hard for me to read. um, Type? Type. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I'll let it slide. I had a feeling no, that's where you were going. It is. It, it's harder for me to read things because I'm a lot. A lot of the times I'm squinting. I wear a contact for reading and one for distance mm-hmm. because I refuse to wear reading glasses. They really make me nauseous when I wear them. Hmm. It's just so much easier now to just play the information. Like the other day, I was looking up information for voltage converters and adapters for our upcoming trip mm-hmm. to Europe. I was reading it and I'm reading it and I'm squinting and I'm reading and I'm getting irritated because it's hard for me to see what I'm reading. Yeah. And no matter (laughs) if I put it at 200% on Google or whatever, it was getting so complicated that I I, I was, I don't understand this. Fuck it. I'm just going to put on YouTube. And you know what? I got a simple layman's term of what we need. And now I know. I also think it's just easier. Some things are hard to read about. Yes. Versus somebody explaining it and maybe visually showing it to you. Correct. On YouTube. So I get it. I'm just bugging you. Oh, I know you are. I know. Because I've told you my uh, flat out, I have a YouTube addiction. I don't care. But I used to have it with magazines. I used to buy magazines. Do you remember the house being filled with magazines? I do. I do. Of all kinds. Cooking yeah. magazines, science magazines, weekly magazines, time magazines, everything. Yeah. I've stopped all that. So, well, yeah. And then I would research everything online. But now YouTube has just made it so much easier. They really For have. me to find something that I want to know about. We're going to, I wanted to investigate the neighborhood that we're going to be staying in. Mm-hmm. 
I looked it up. It's like, great. There's so much to do there. For YouTube. Yes. <laughs> I get it. And I just want to point out, it's not to make fun of you. Oh, I don't care. You know that I I, know, I don't take it that way either. So I know. It's that YouTube is for everyone. Yep. It's for... It's not just for an 18-year-old. Every it's generation. It's for me, a 61-year-old. It's for every generation Yeah, because it's so easy. And I mm-hmm. think it's so much more fun to watch something being explained to you versus reading it. And you're like, what the hell am I reading? Like mm-hmm. I said earlier. But okay, we've brought out your YouTube addiction. Mm-hmm. I get it though. For a while, I was very into YouTube nonstop. I I've know. reduced it because... I mean, I have so many other things to either play or watch that I try not to go down that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. but it's addic- it is addicting. It is addicting, but I also use it for tutorials. Since I've taken yes. on, I've gotten into painting and all that now too, I do a lot of tutorials. And because I have a very inquisitive nature, I usually investigate what I'm doing or research what I'm doing to death. Yes, I know. You know I do. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 find as much information on one thing and I guess I get obsessive over it until mm-hmm. I understand it fully and then I'm good and I'm comfortable. And that's how I am with everything. I think that's a good thing because I'm the opposite. If I don't understand something within a certain amount of time whatever that is for that set subject, mm-hmm. I don't I give up. Like I don't have interest in researching 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 something it just frustrates me and it's like i don't have time for this there's so little time anyway i know that if i don't grasp it within like i said the allotted time frame i'm out which is not good <laughs> no that's what i mean you should me. give yourself some time to understand something and not give up right away and probably not go as deep as i do where i research everything to death Yes, I don't. Where I know it's annoying. I know from my, from, you know, I know it. I know it's annoying that I do that. I mean, it's just, it's, it has its ups, everything has a good A plus or a minus, yeah. Because yes. it's good, because, hey, at least you actually know mm-hmm. about it, but it could be excessive versus me where it's, I just stop. You just give I up. Get annoyed and right. irritated with too much work. Now mm-hmm. it sounds like I'm lazy. It's not. It's just, I think it's my brain. Because you want to do so many other things. Right. And it's... Yeah. Okay. We All right. So I'm, gonna, rabbit hole. I'm going to reel this in to get into the movie. Now, let's go <laughs> into, the, into that first class that Josh has with that instructor. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting because she literally puts him into a hypnotic trance. Yes. Which has him painting a red door. Mm-hmm. Which we know what that is. Right. But he doesn't. Right. And I think that, well, not think, I know that that is the catalyst to what brings everything right. to fruition for him and for Josh as well. Yes. Because it hypnotized him, mm-hmm. I would say. Right. right. Kind of like at the it beginning. Did. It did. But how come it catapulted Josh at the same time? Because they're connected through the further. Mm. I think it's because of that. Because if you remember when that first, when he's in that class, yeah, I, I think it's that port part where the, the red-faced, de- I think it's the red-faced demon's yes. hand grabs um, Josh. Yes, because I jumped very Not late. Josh, sorry, uh, Dalton. Dalton. But then Dalton, uh, oh my God, their names. Then Josh all of a sudden like True. has like a moment of of like, <gasps> right. like that. Yeah, they did have that at the same time. So mm. whether they like it or not, they're connected because of the further. Right. So maybe subconsciously, they're that's why they weren't getting along. Because mm-hmm. they kind of, I don't know, they had an energy where they knew they were connected, but not. So... Yeah, there's, there's, okay, I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> I'm going to say there's a scientific thing with, forget it. I'm not oh, going to no. go, no, I'm not going to go down oh, no. that road. This okay. is why I say I'm a wealth of, I'm a walking wealth <laughs> of useless information. But I think it's that whole pull that they have between each other because yeah. of the past experiences, yeah. things that they don't remember consciously, but subconsciously is eating away at them, which to me really just tells you what the whole message behind this movie is to me mm. is don't bury yeah. your problems yeah. because they don't go away. Right. It doesn't matter if you're hypnotized or you just want to ignore them. Right. They're always there right. and they will surface somehow. Yes. Now, 
There is a question I asked you at the end of this movie when we were driving back. Because there's a moment where Josh discovers that his dad had been in a mental institution. Yes. He was schizophrenic. There was documentation that he had astral projection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think and there was- he had electro- What's the electroshock therapy? Right. Mm -hmm. He finds all this out. Yes, this is a big uh, plot. In the movie. Yeah. In this movie. Because at one point, his dad actually visits him from the further. And he's not nice. Mm -mm. I don't know if he wasn't... He didn't... I wish ghosts wouldn't be so... Scary looking? Aggressive. Right. (laughs) Because he just like charges at him. Like, Mm -hmm. why can't he just like knock on the door and be like, hey, can we have a conversation? I know I'm a ghost, but... You know, I don't want to scare you. <laughs> right. Let's just have a chit chat. I mean, he literally <laughs> just bursts through the window. Right. Like, why do they have to do it that way? Right. That's what I'm saying. They can't just be like, hey, hey, man. I have a, a, a theory on that. Okay. And and it's because otherwise you wouldn't see them or feel them. If you politely knock and just stay there. I don't know that that type of little soft knocking or whatever is going to do it. Like a normal person, just lock, knock. Like I don't think you're it alive. works that way. I don't think you're understanding. I think that there is a veil. You think oh, okay. that keeps us from being able to mm. just see or acknowledge them if you don't have that ability. Mm. So I don't know. Well, okay, fine. So let's say he has to aggressively burst through the window mm-hmm. to be seen. Why can't he do that and then be like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm your just dad. Here to talk. Yeah, we're here to. He did, though, lead him to finding that little box, right? If I remember the correctly, pictures. which is the pictures yeah. of his dad. And mm-hmm. that's how that whole thing leads to him going to find out about his father. Yes, you the s- investigating. Yeah, he, <laughs> I love that. Me too. He went to a lot to the, the actual psychiatric place, I think. Or- well, he went to the library and he was, was using a microfilm. I thought he went to the actual hospital. Oh, I didn't get that vibe. Because the whole medical thing was there. Oh. A library wouldn't have that. Oh, then. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Anyway, the thing is, he ends up investigating his dad. Yes. And he finds out that his dad was mentally ill as well. Now, here's my question, which is what I was discussing with you on the way back home, is is all this just gets a form of schizophrenia or some kind of mental health issues that Josh has and has now been passed down to Dalton? Josh, at the same time, is also trying to find a physical explanation for his fog. Fog, yeah. He's doing an MRI, he's going to doctors, and the doctor brings up to him that there's nothing wrong, physically wrong, mm-hmm. but does he have history of mental illness? Yeah. Which I think that's what propels Josh to invest, start investigating, and mm-hmm. he finds out, well, I mean, the ghost shows up. So, But then it's... It is a good point because I don't know if this it had been brought up ever. Right. I mean, granted, I, I don't remember part two. I don't but recall that either. I mean, I right. remember. We just his, assume it's ghosts. Right. His mother saying that those photos. But then, okay. So when they would well, photograph him, this the old lady, right. that hag thing, would show up in the photos little by little. Is it? Or is it a combination of both things? Yeah, because you, I mean, you can't explain the photos, right? right? You can't explain, there's a scene towards the end where Dalton is in the further, but the roommate has him physically in the real world holding him, but Mm -hmm. she starts seeing the ghost. Right. So how do you explain that if it's schizophrenia? Right. Or I mean, it was a good point, but then- Did it get convoluted? Or can it be a little bit of both? Could it be that there are some mental health issues there, but then- there's that whole astral astral projection of being able to live outside your body or mm-hmm. wander outside. Could that, with some kind of mental health issue, just make it worse? It could. Or even open the person oh. up more right. to the beyond, the further, the whatever. That's what I was going to... Because up. a lot of those people that we saw in the further, in mm-hmm. the first movie, they weren't well. No, they were all well. I mean, in particular, the that in the house that that the family killed the family, and then that other guy who kept showing up. That he for some reason kept reminding me of Jack the Ripper. 
I, I know I'm not saying oh, it was right, right. him. Yeah. They weren't really well people, right? So does the further collect those those with some form of mental illness, which is seen quote unquote as a weakness, right? And a, a way for the uh, spirits or things from the beyond to get in. They beca- they're more susceptible, mm-hmm. basically, right? So I, I just thought that was an interesting take that they did on there to yeah. kind of explain it, but I don't know that it was executed well, well. I, I think I wanted to yeah. know a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I know, be careful what you wish for, because sometimes it's not that great, yeah. as we've seen in some recent movies. But I think it could have been expanded upon a little bit more and a little better, maybe. That's fair. I Because it seemed like it was important to know that the dad had mental health issues but at the end of the day it doesn't really mean anything it wasn't fleshed out right well because since the pictures exist Mm -hmm. and other people can see the ghost it doesn't really match up that it could be only a mental illness agreed Agreed. situation yeah i do think patrick wilson did a great job in directing the movie Mm -hmm. i thought so i think it flowed very well i thought the jump scares were executed at least for me the The jump scares were good i will say that i mean a few of them i was kind of like i don't really want to look at this face on you know it was loud yes extremely loud good music again because bishara bishara (laughs) are we doing doing this again bashira bashara bashura Bashiba, Bashiba's the one from The Conjuring. Yes. <laughs> he did the music uh, again, so mm-hmm. that was fun to get that continuity. Right. I just thought it it was a good continuation of this family. I like this family, and I think that's the other part that makes me like this series, whether mm-hmm. it's great or good or maybe teetering on a not amazing movie. Mm-hmm. I think I have... I just, I'm biased to liking the family, and I am biased to liking Patrick Wilson as well, which mm-hmm. I know you're not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan, but I don't dislike him as much as before. Okay. Okay. I really like I him. I will be nice about that. But I also like him visually. So I got like two out of one. Really? Two, two for one. Yeah, I do. Okay. I think he's cute. How about, let me, let me, okay. I I, I honestly don't find him... That's fine. At all for me. Something I really <laughs> liked that was a nod to the first movie was that whole weird room where Dalton, I, I'm sorry, yes. I keep getting their the names, names confused. It's okay. I want to call Josh Dalton and Dalton Josh, so it's mm. confusing for me. Yeah. Where Dalton is stuck in that room with the red-faced demon. Mm-hmm. I, I love in that the they- further? Yes. Mm-hmm. That they brought that back. Yeah. And they had the tiptoe through the tulips. Not as much, but they had it again. And that always adds this weirdness to it. It does. It's synonymous with Insidious now. If you're a horror fan and you like Insidious, that's all I... It's the music I think about. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. They even brought back the... They showed the old lady somewhere. The one that haunted him. Right. uh, That haunts Josh. Josh Throughout his childhood. That was cool. At least it does show up at the end. Mm-hmm. The ending is a happy ending, which initially I was getting mad at, but I'm like, but I like this family. It's right. kind of like in The Conjuring. I like that they all survived. I like that they all made it out of this. Is it because they went through so much as yes. opposed to some people in some movies where it's like, eh, you know what? You could die. You didn't, or you didn't go through enough. Right. I don't know. But yes, the... It's the tragedy of the situation. I'm glad that Josh and Dalton survived so that hopefully they can now try to... Mend the fence. Mend it. Yeah. And have a relationship. Hmm. And I want that for the characters. Yeah, I, I thought, can see that. I thought they played off each other well in the few scenes they have together and mm-hmm. I just felt for it. Like yeah. I, I'm rooting for them to have their father and son relationship. relationship. And mend it somehow. Right. And... It looks like maybe the marriage might be mended. Right. Because at the end, uh, I think he's going to go pick up the younger son. I believe so. And she says to him, why don't you come a little earlier and have dinner with us? So I I thought that was nice, too. You wanted them to, A, mend the relationship with the parent, the father, and the children. Not just Dalton, but the other two kids. Right, right. 
And then with his wife or his estranged ex-wife. Exactly. So what scene resonated with you from this movie? Is there a a particular scene that you Mm. like? Because I have one that I really liked. I don't know. You go first. Well, I'm going to tell you. I actually like the scene where Josh is in the MRI machine. Oh, I was about to say that one. Because that was freaky. It was good. It was scary. I could. (laughs) The the looking up. Yes, because he kept looking behind him and you kept seeing a shadow. Yeah. And I can't imagine being trapped inside that machine. No. With a ghost. With a ghost. (laughs) And like, what the hell was that terrifying? Thanks, Archie. Archie. That terrifying looking thing. Because it wasn't the old lady that haunting him. It's something else from the further that made its way in. Yeah. Scary. Crawling towards him inside the MRI tube. I thought that scene was really scary. Same. That was the one that initially came to mind when you asked the question. Because it was a good play on the fear of that machine. Right. It's very claustrophobic from what I've heard mm-hmm. and loud. Right. Why does it have to be loud? I wanted to ask you that through the movie if you knew. And I've heard it before and I've seen it in other movies. And I, I've always wondered why is that so loud? Why does it need to be that loud? I don't know either, to be honest. And I was, while we were watching the scene, I'm like, it's 2023. Why is that shit so loud? Right. Why is that still like that? I get why maybe the claustrophobia, because maybe you have to have things close to get the detail of an MRI, but the loudness, come on. There has to be something that doesn't make so much noise by Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. But it was a great use of something that's every day. And make it scary. Yeah. Scarier. Because there are, I have people call saying they are terrified of doing an MRI. Mm-hmm. And they have to take uh, one of those anti-anxiety um, medication mm-hmm. to help them right. through it because it is so claustrophobic. So hats off to whoever thought of that scene. Yeah. And for Patrick Wilson directing that scene for it to be effective as it was. To direct it and star in it because he's yes, the one right. in it. And- now- there was something about this scene that I see that. <laughs> you okay there? Yes. Okay. Sorry. There something about this scene also triggered a memory for me of in The Exorcist. Oh, when yeah, Linda yeah. Blair is having the I don't know if that was an MRI or something else, yeah. but they've got plugs into her ears and there's like this sound and she's screaming. Yeah, it might have been. And I think it's the same and it kind of triggered that memory of that. True. So I think maybe combined with that. Yeah. And the whole visual of it, I've never, that I know of, I've never been, I've never been in, in an MRI. Me either. I think I've had a CAT scan. I don't know. I've never, I've only had an x-ray. So I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what you they- had a, You had a CAT scan. Was that what I had? For the appendicitis? For the appendicitis. And okay. for the and then recent for the, one. Okay. For the recent. Oh, scan. okay. That was a CT scan. Yeah. That was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Those are not bad because the machines are bigger and it's pretty quick because mm-hmm. um, I've taken patients to get that done. But Okay. Yeah. That was very quick. They just yeah. injected me with something that felt really strange. Dye. It dye. felt very Contrast. weird. Yeah. It was very weird. But- mm. <laughs> uh, I've never had an MRI, so I, I can't imagine. I'm not really super claustrophobic about things. Neither um, am I, but I don't know if in that situation yeah. you would be. Anyway, that was my favorite scene. Is that then your favorite yeah. scene, or do you have another one? That one, and I have the art class one. That was really good, too. It was really that good. Was I good. liked him drawing and being hypnotized by drawing this red door and what makes it red is his own blood, which mm-hmm. then I also saw it as like a sacrifice or right. the way of opening, quote unquote, the door. the door. I like the question the teacher asked him too. What are you trying to keep out or what are you trying to let in? Yeah. Or something to that effect. That's yeah. not the per pervadum what she said, but exactly that was the gist of it. Which character did you like? Hmm. <clears throat> You're gonna you're gonna flip you're gonna fall off your chair. I'm ready. When I tell you who? Josh. <laughs> oh my god. She almost fell off her chair. Oh my god. Aww. The dad. I he, did. He made it in. He made it <coughs> he made it for me. Um I really thought he did a great job acting. Not to say that the character of Dalton wasn't played well. Yeah. But sometimes he got a little bit on my nerves. I have to be honest. Yes, probably. I'm not used to having a teenager anymore. I have an adult, (laughs) adult child. Yeah. But um, I I felt that 
he did a great job. What about you? Uh, I, Josh as well, but I, it, Dalton is a close tie because I really enjoyed watching his story and his struggle mm-hmm. of even you, you see him listening to the voicemails that Josh leaves him. Yeah. And it's like, are you going to respond? And he's torn to respond because he's mad, but you know that he loves him too. Yes. It's just, he's being the angry teenager but is he angry or is he just really confused and messed up i don't both. think it could think be both well yeah he he's could. angry at him because well, yeah he did he try reacted. to kill he did try to kill him he did i forgot try to kill him. i forgot about that yeah but i i just liked both of them but i think josh went the extra i felt for him the most because mm-hmm. you can see him struggling with not he because he never knew his dad so mm-hmm. he's trying to find out that information he's been angry at somebody he's never known he has the memory fog which much that's I can't be frustrating. That has to be really hard to deal with. I mean, I got to give him that. And then he's struggling with, I mean, even when he told the doctor all this, his mom died. His son hates him or he thinks, you know, mm-hmm. he hates him. He's divorced from his wife. Who he can, clearly you can tell he still loves her. Absolutely. And she still and loves she him. Too. She just couldn't put the kids. Through the lie of. And not just like that, the danger. Right. And I get it. It's a it's a tough situation. So I, f- I felt all of that loneliness and sadness from him mm-hmm. so much. He portrayed it really well. He pulled off some dad shorts. Oh, my God. <laughs> he pulled when, it off. When he left the door mad. Yeah. What did I tell you? That he looked like dad. He looked like your dad. He did. I mean, he wore the dad shorts he was and the wearing, t-shirt. And the t-shirt. The dad shorts and the t-shirt. So, darling, we saw you there, too. Yeah. So, he pulled it off. He looked good in some dad shorts. Yeah. I just, I thought he did great. I, I don't know. The more I'm talking about it, the more I actually really like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely watch this again. Do you have an unlikable character? Best unlikable. I mean, I... I think overall, there, there's no no one that was so bad they were good. I would think the further, the whole thing is always an interesting hmm. place character. Yeah. It feels like it's a character on its own, the further. The further itself. I don't even dislike the red-faced devil. I think he's kind of comedic. In he is, a, and he's in not a, in it that much. And he is not that in it that much at all. Neither no. is the old lady. No, I like. They showed her briefly, just for a moment. I, I yeah. really, I, I'm going to have to go with you because I can't think of any best unlikable character except for yeah. the further itself, what it means and what it is. Right. You know. Right. Um, let's talk for just a moment. Previews that we saw. Ooh, yes. So I'm really disappointed that they showed so much. Of the nun, and while I did not like the nun, and Same. neither did you, correct? When we first saw it, I kind of, I do want to see this one just because. Me too. We're horror fans, so we have to. Yeah. But I wish they hadn't. They showed way too much. Stop, filmmakers! Stop doing that. Stop killing those scare scenes. Yeah, it's not filmmaker. Whoever makes trailers, stop well, yeah, doing but that. You don't think that they are part of creating I the don't trailer? Know. That'd be interesting to find out if because anybody does know. If I'm the director, I I'm, want I want to know how my film is being put out there and what's being ruined for people. Well, then then they're they're not keeping back much because they showed I would say a lot of jump scare, mm-hmm. the good scenes for the upcoming The Nun Two, and mm-hmm. I was so pissed because they look cool. Yeah, and I was like, great. I think from now on, honestly, we'll just look down <laughs> because yeah. like I want. A teaser. Right. I don't want a, a full, full on anymore. Yeah. It's so frustrating to and me. And I actually think that that may have been what ruined a lot of the boogeyman for me. Yeah. Because I knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. And it was just watching one trailer the day before that just kind of like. Oh, you saw it. Th- this is the thing. I hope the nun comes out in September. So it gives us a good month and a half. To forget. To forget. I can't forget that first one that we saw on, in the I boogeyman. Know. I know. Because now it's two times that I see it. Yeah. I know, but we're always going to have at least one ruined, but mm-hmm. hopefully the rest, like I'm I'm kind of fish, iffy on what I remember in detail. So yeah. hopefully by then I've forgotten. Like I didn't, if I did see any of these scenes in Insidious in the trailer, I don't remember right. anymore. I, I, I refused to watch any, any trailers for it. 
I, I just like nope, not watching it. I didn't even want to see it flash on my screen. I hear you. As I, but since I look up a lot of horror stuff, things do pop up here and there. But yeah. I'm like, nope, not don't want to see you. Agree. So what else did we see? We got the full trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, which I also didn't want. I just don't. I don't want. Full I don't know trailers. if I want to see that. I do because I played the I'm, game briefly. Okay, I will go with you, but yeah. I just it's not up. I don't think it's up my alley. I think that one, it's releasing on the 27th, I believe. So that's the Halloween release. Right. Which I would think, I don't know why you would release that and not The Nun. Right. Because The Nun, uh, da, 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 da. The nun mm-hmm. seems like it's more dark Hol- and terrifying. And should be more Halloween-ish. But I know what it is. What? Five Nights at Freddy's is going to appeal to everybody. Right. Because it's a pop culture mm-hmm. thing. Right. Kind of like a Halloween. Mm-hmm. That's something that people know. So right. you may attract non-horror yep. fans. So you got to make it fun, quote yeah. unquote, to attract people. But eh, after I saw the full trailer, I'm also like, eh, whatever. But I still want to see it. Maybe. Mm. It's definitely not on my top list anymore. Not the teaser trailer did it better justice than the full trailer. The tra- I had already seen the full trailer oh, by mistake. No. Oh. Because I didn't That's know. That's right. You did. And I'm like, what is this? And yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. What is this crap? <laughs> okay. It just didn't. I don't know. Oh, well. I, I will go see it with you and I'll be open minded. But that trailer really ruined it for me. Yeah. I can see where it's going. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I saw the movie yeah. in a couple minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yet again. What else did we see? We saw. I don't know if it's horror or it's being painted out to be horror but it's a mystery it's the uh the what is it the death in venice or something in yes, Venice. yes yes um i don't remember what it's called now but it looks like it's a agatha christie mystery death on the nile and murder on the orient express like they didn't get great reviews so i'm very skeptical mm-hmm. about this right but the but way- this looks like it's got supernatural stuff tied to it which right might be interesting the trailer makes it look great. Yes. Which this I, trailer. Yes. Yes. It made me curious. Yes. But I'm afraid because of that. I know. Me too. But <laughs> it looks interesting. It has Jamie Dornan, so another reason to, to watch it anyway. Of course. <laughs> what else did we see? Wasn't there something else? I could swear there was another horror movie. Or am I confusing it maybe with the murder in Venice or whatever it was called? Well, we got a Marvel movie. We oh, got yeah. a comedy a Cohen one Cohen brother comedy, but I'm pretty sure we had another horror. Oh, that Cohen brother comedy looked good to me. It did. It looked uh, interesting. Well, with a Cohen brother involved, it's probably going to be. I just be don't a good remember time. the name of it. Is that the one that Pedro Pascal is in? Something dolls. I don't. Yes. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Man, it's going to drive me nuts. I could have sworn we it was three horror movies. Yeah, because. The Nun is, I think, the first weekend in September or the right. second weekend. And then there's another one the following weekend yes. that releases. Yes. And I don't remember. Wow, it didn't make much of an impact. Unless it was just those three. And maybe it was. And maybe we're it thinking was. it was more. Oh, well. And okay. I even said, great, we're going to be in the theater every every weekend <laughs> yes. in September like we did la- last year. Right, right. So, oh, well. I'm it's sure okay. it'll come back. But or not. Or not. There it went. The memory has slipped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I screamed a lot in this movie. Yes, so you I did. did this in- Loudly. Sorry. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I think people were just like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, and it was, was nice to one. see that there were lots of people in there. And I yeah. mean, lots between quotes. Well, it was a one thirty matinee and there right. were a decent amount of people in there. And there was. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. All right. Let's give it some ratings. Mm-hmm. How many cups of horror are we going to give this movie? Do we want to count to three and go from there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, two one, six seven. and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. You gave it good. I was between six and a half and seven. I yeah. gave it the seven because of the MRI scene. Oh. Because <laughs> I really did like that scene a lot. I yeah. thought it had me on edge. I might, maybe on second watch, it'll go up. But six and I, I mean, it's still good. That's what, 65% mm-hmm. out of 100 right. for a horror movie that's really good. But So I guess I'm in cahoots with the audience rating yeah. for Rotten Tomatoes. You are. Yeah. You are. Mm-hmm. I had a great time with it. I screamed. I thought the story was good. It tied it up. Oh, so 
Yes. The end scene. Mm-hmm. The end post-credit scene. Right. The anticlimactic end credit scene is the door is now black. Right. Because the way they closed the red door, the metaphorical red door of the further in the movie is uh, Dalton painted it black on the painting. <laughs> painted black. Oh, they should have played that. They should have definitely. I see a red door and I paint it black. Maybe they tried, but maybe it was expensive. Or, yeah, the rights for it. Right. Mm. Oh, man. That would have been perfect. Oh, well, maybe it was Mm. implied Mm. (laughs) by painting it black. Clearly it was implied. Yeah. So, And that's what closes the further, and there's a light on top of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the end credit scene is that black door. With the light on top flickering mm-hmm. and then it turns on. Right. Which means to me it's not over. Right. But is it not over for the Lambert family or is it not over for a new family? I don't know. That That's the mystery because supposedly this is the final chapter in the Lambert family. In the Lambert family. I don't want more. I don't either. I think they should just leave it. Leave well enough alone. Yeah. If they want to do a spinoff, to, that's fine. But I mean with them. Right. Leave the Lambert family alone. What I would take it as is that it's never going to leave that family alone. Right. To be honest. It's always going to be there. Yes. That's would what they, I took it as. Would they then now show the Lambert family? Let's just, let's just spin some yarn here, so to speak. Would they then show Josh and Dalton being the next Elaine mm, um, Specs and yeah, the other guy? I there you remember. go. And the and the Warrens, investigators mm. into the unknown, or like Elise. That'd be interesting, but Elise helping was other really families. Powerful. Yes, she was very she powerful. Was more, she was much more powerful than Josh and I feel like. But I mean that comes with age. So that also comes with ex- yes, with age and experience, yeah. and they don't have any experience. So maybe it's them embracing it and helping other people. Could be. I don't know that I'm yeah. interested in that that much. I would not be interested. I think it should just end here. If they I want agree. to spin it off with other things, which I'm sure they will, and I could have sworn I read they are. Of course. That, but I'm. I just want their story to story end. to be told and ended and. That's it. I yeah. don't want more because then it's going to ruin how much I like this family. Mm-hmm. I agree. Any final thoughts? No, I think we uh, mashed this one to death. This was a lot longer than we thought it was going to be. I, I guess so. <laughs> so anyway, here is your double shot of horror because we are releasing an episode tomorrow. But mm-hmm. surprise, here's an extra episode. There you go. So there you go. You literally got a double shot of horror this week from the Horror Cafe podcast. Isn't that exciting? It is. (laughs) All right. And that's a wrap on Insidious. The Red Door. Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.